This is your go-to podcast for the breaking news across the NFL. While breaking down how this might affect your fantasy team's success. Are you ready to be a champ? Then welcome to Fields of Fantasy. How's it going, everybody? It is your boy, Johnny B, and we are back here for another episode of Daily Deep Dives with Fields of Fantasy. And again, we are going to another AFC South team, and it is the last AFC South team. The boys from TH, they had a bit of recording problems, so we're jumping in as the heroes that we are to save the day and make sure we finish off the AFC. Today, Dowie is joining me as always, and we're going to start off with quarterback, and you're going to give me the ADP of Ryan Tannehill. So we've got Ryan Tannehill, QB 26 with an ADP of 183. For me, I think it's good value. I think he has a better offense this year. You have to think last season, his offensive line went down. That's been sorted. He only really had Burks, who was injured for quite a bit of the season. Um, Kyle Phillips, another person they drafted, he was injured for majority of the season. So now this year he's going in, he's got D-Hop, who is maybe not in fantasy, but in real life, probably a top 10 wide receiver. Traylon Burke showed a lot of excellence last season when he played. Kyle Phillips is steady. I think Chig, the tight end, is very good, who we were all quite impressed with. And they've even got Spears in as a, a pass-catching running back. So at QB 26, I'm all over him. You know, if you're looking to not even take a quarterback till late, the value there, I think, is is massive because he has been a top 10 quarterback before. Last season, it was a bad season, but their offense was bad. I think he can pick the gear up. And now with them drafting Will Levis, they're drafting Malik Willis the year before. You see, it gives them quarterbacks a push, just a bit like Aaron Rodgers yeah. with Jordan Love. So do I love Tannehill as a player? No, he's just your average quarterback. But in terms of value, I think he's a steal. Well. I think some problems last year was there. He didn't. All he had was Burks. Apart from that, and he had a bit of Chig. Didn't really have much to throw to. Um, and then you had the run game in 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 Derek Henry, and he didn't go backwards as much as people were predicting. I think he still had a very good season at running back. But I don't believe that they're planning to be as run first as they have been known to be. Why would you have got gone early if you were? You know, if, if you if you were planning to continue being as run first as you have been, why would you have spent that pick on Traylon Burks last year and then spend some wage capital on on uh, D Hop? You wouldn't like it wouldn't make any sense. So they've strengthened there. They've got Chig there as well. I think he's going to pass more than he did in some games last year. Um, I don't really think they're the best in the defense particularly. So I think they are going to have to chase some games as well. So they're not going to be able to. They're going to have they're going to have to throw the ball to chase the game late. I think a lot of the times, um, you know, the Jags have improved. The other oppos- people in their opposition obviously are, you know, not that great. But I do believe that they're going to be slightly more pass heavy than they were before. And at thirty two, you can't really go wrong with his ADP because you're not going to pick him as your QB one. I don't think. But if you're going to have him as a QB two as a backup in PPR, then happy days, especially yeah. in the superflex. I'm happy having him as one of my three quarterbacks. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's good value because he could be, he's got the opportunity to be a top 16 quarterback. Yeah. I, I just drafted him actually um, in the late, latest best ball I've done. Um, I drafted Tua 
Bryce Young, yeah. and I've took Tannehill's that insurance just a to it injury. If Bryce Young doesn't do anything, that's it. It's a cheap insurance for me. I completely agree with that, and I think he's a better insurance than some of the other quarterbacks that go around him. And you know, the other quarterbacks, I don't think are anywhere near it. Like Baker Mayfield, no. Mac Jones, no. You have got Jimmy G there. People have hot on somehow, but I'm not sold. Um, and you probably got less injury worry than than Stafford as well. So I think he is good value where he is. What do you think? Moving about, on to running back. Should we should we just mention Will Levis and Malik Willis? Do we see any point in drafting them in Dynasty? I have, you know, I have. So in some Dynasty leagues, um, Levis has dropped, you know, into the third or fourth round. And if I'm in a position where I'm not that desperate for skill positions, then I've been picking him up just so that I've got the opportunity to um, put him onto my taxi squad, leave him there for a year. I, I think, you know, they want to give him the time to see if he will be good enough in a year or two to become a, become a shot at starter. But at the moment, and I, I don't believe in Willis because otherwise they would have, or they, they would be putting him a starter already, wouldn't they? Yeah, I, I don't believe in either of them personally. I don't, you know, I wasn't a fan of Will Levis. Um, he, he's got the look, and he, he might prove me wrong. I'm quite bad at um, predicting quarterback talent. I was a Josh Rosen truther, so you know, I just, I, worst person to say. But I personally don't like Will Levis. Yeah. That's it, and I'd only be taking him as a third or fourth round pick in a dynasty draft rather than shooting a shot at whatever wide receiver or RBs are left. Because by the time you get past into the third or fourth round, you're really just picking duds that are probably going to get into the practice squads by the time uh, the season starts. Yeah, so let's move to running back, Derrick Henry. Now you know I'm the biggest Derrick Henry fan. He's probably my favourite player in NFL. This year, he's dropped to RB7. Um, his ADP is 21 to 24. He's a bit different in uh, the ADP from different sites. Um, last season, he was RB4. Season before, he finished RB21, and he only played eight games. Season before, that was RB3 and RB5. We all, A lot of people was like, he's going to drop a peg. Last season, he proved them wrong. Yeah, now, for me, I must admit, I don't see him being top five this year. But will he be in that five to ten range? I definitely think so. So for me, if he, if I get into the second round and he's there, I'm taking first round. I must admit, I'm not touching. I think he could be top five, but I don't think he's got that shot at. I don't think he's going to have that volume that he had in his 2020 year. That's going to get him, you know, the 2,000 yard season. I think you know where where he's getting a fifteen hundred yard season. I think is pretty much what his ceiling is going to be, which will still probably get you close to top five. But there's other running backs around that are ahead of him that are probably getting picked out of him because they have the, a, a better shot at being, you know, RB one. I think, but you know, as you say, at seven, I think he's great value still because he, you, you know, people people thought he was going to slow down last year. He didn't. So why are you going to predict that it's his slowdown year again this year? And people are, you know, still going under that same conclusion. But, you know, 1,500 yards after his injury, and he was still solid. So I, the, worst, the worst you're going to get with him, he's still going to be an RB, 
top 10 are running back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. I, I see him between 5 and 10. Yeah, that, that's I agree. Good. And that's why he's 7. And actually, you know, he is good value at 7, I think. Yeah, and I think the good thing with Derrick Henry when you have him in your team, he has their big weeks, don't you know, where he hits 30, 40 points. Yeah, when definitely. Run it. The only thing where it makes me sit a little bit now, like I do think they'll pass the ball a lot more, which... Might do in favour. He won't be a, as many uh, reps, but who knows? He's always been a volume back, hasn't he? So, and then they've got Toji Spears, who they drafted in the third round. Um, he's more of a pass catching running back, um, and he's probably Derrick Henry's replacement in the long term. I think. Um, I think I don't think he's a guarantee. I think he's a. Uh... They've picked him in hope that he could be. He's an RB fifty six, and he's going he, mid fifteen in redraft. He isn't really going, is he? He's, he's, I don't think he's relevant in redraft. Um, he's behind Henry, so what? So he's not relevant at all. But um, in dynasty, again, it's a it's a nice one which I would happily take and put him on my taxi squad for a season. Or Where two, are we getting him in dynasty about round two? End of two, probably start of three, maybe. Okay. Depends what the needs are within the league, but um, I see a lot of wide receivers and quarterbacks go early in him. I don't think he's a bad one to handcuff, though, if you uh, do draft Henry, just you know, in case of injury. Oh, if you've got him in Dynasty, I mean, your biggest worry is you either want to get rid of him while he's still got some value, or you can handcuff him with the running backs that are, are behind him. Um, and a lot of people, I think, will be hesitant to give up value for Henry anyway, so you might have to handcuff handcuff him with some some rookie running backs until one pops off and does replace him. Shall we move on to the wide receivers? I reckon we should, yeah. I actually like their wide receiver corner. I think it's a solid wide receiver call. DeAndre Hopkins. Right, it is. D-Hop, I mean, wide receiver 21. ADP yeah. 49. Yeah, I think that's absolutely value for him. You know, you have to think D Hop is a top ten in terms of talent wide receiver. He's done he, it. He's proved it. He is a top ten, and he's had you know two seasons where he's had half a season out, right? Pretty much. But before then, he's top five every four years in a row. So you you know he's got a higher ceiling than seventeen. Um, I think the wide receiver room at the moment is a better quality than we probably had um between the 2017 and 2020 so i don't think he'd necessarily be challenging for that top five as easily especially when he's 31 and probably a bit slower but he's still easily a top 10 wide receiver if he's fit all season it's the same as Devonta. easily same age but their brain makes up for the speed doesn't it it does i i he does um I think you know, it comes down to volume again, doesn't it? But, you know, in nine games last year, he was targeted 96 times. So, you know, if, if he's targeted anything like that on a per-game basis, you know he's got a good chance of being top 10, possibly, you know, challenging for the top five. Yeah. We I, know he's got the talent. I, I think he's a, a great. If you're getting him in... They're saying his ADP is round four, but I've seen him round five, six, personally. And I I'm, have as well, and I'm... You know, I'm getting him as my third wide receiver. Yeah, it's just great. Value. Him and him and Ridley are the two that I'm target. I hope to try and get a top two two wide receivers before I get to that Ridley, Allen, Cooper, Hopkins range. 
and then I, one of those is my third wide receiver. I think you've got a very solid wide receiver core because you've got two that are you're pretty sure are going to be top around that top ten, and you've got one that you're you're picking a bit later on that's got a good chance of being in that top ten as well. Yeah, we'll move on to my guy. It was the biggest Trey Burks fan last year. Uh, you are the biggest Trey Burks fan, I think. I know. I think I, I think I still am. Probably now, are, yeah. So this year is wide receiver thirty nine. He's a late round six, seventh, seven round. Um, we seen the flashes, didn't we? He had some big games last year, and I actually think D Hop there doesn't impact him. I think it benefits him because last year. All the defence was covering him. He was their only guy, really, mm-hmm. wasn't he? So D-Hop being there, it's going to take a lot of attention off him and he's going to get a lot more one-on-one battles, which I think he can win. And also being with D-Hop, he's going to learn so much more. Now, I think as wide receiver 38, he can be probably a wide receiver 20. Yeah, I think he's got the potential. I mean... I wouldn't read too much into last year because he had a very broken year. I think at one stage he had four games out and another, and then he had another. Well, it was actually five games out of you, you because there's a buy in between. Ten, well, not five games out, but five weeks out of yeah. not really playing any football. So there's because a bye week in between, and he had then week fourteen and fifteen he wasn't playing either. So he had a big chunk of time where he wasn't on the field. So it wasn't the easiest year, especially when he was really the only target within that wide receiver core to embed in. But he still had, you know, as you say, a couple of good weeks. I think he averaged 11.5 points per game, which it isn't terrible, is it, in your rookie year? It's not terrible, and it it wasn't in the nicest situation either. It really wasn't. Um, Um, So Wide receiver 38, you're looking as your wide receiver four, aren't you? There may be high-end. And that's where you look. You are looking for someone you can pick up as a punt really the wide receivers around him you've got obviously the rookie Jordan Addison um you know I think that's actually a tough place for him to go and have a very consistent year um you know you're challenging Hawkinson Jefferson um and you know we saw flashes of KJ Osborne who probably have a couple of big games as he will he's a very good best ball DFS threat so there is mouths to feed at Vikings and the biggest mouth is Justin Jefferson, obviously. Dotson, um, you know, I think it's hard to read the Washington backfield, although I do think there is upside in him as well. Tony, I'm definitely not picking ahead of Burks. Um, Brandon Cooks, again, I wouldn't. And Johnston, again, a much busier um, team he's playing in. So I think out of that lot, I think Train and Burks probably holds the better value and the better upside and the most likely to overperform compared to his ADP. So, yes, everyone, draft Trey Burks as long as you're not drafting against me. Yeah, and me, because I want him as well, really. I've got quite a bit of Burks shares this year. Me and you are actually quite, quite Titans fanboys, you know, when I think of our drafts. It is, it is, and I'm pretty sure it's not shared within Fields of Fantasy because I don't think... Uh... Well, you say that because we've just seen uh, Ed's notes and he doesn't look... <laughs> we do. Ed does not like the Titans at all. At all, he's losing um, value. I think he is losing value. You, you don't need, you know, a team to be, you know, on paper and in real life to be, you know, a playoff team to find value. Well, you look at I, it, right? where we've gone so far. Ryan Tannehill, incredible value. Would you agree? Yeah. I think. Well, it's would I say it's incredible? 
Oh, I'd say it's good value. Okay, we'll say good value. Derek Henry on the money. On the money, yeah. Toji Spears, he's one of them throwing the dart picks. Yep. Then more receiver, D Hop, good value. Great value. But great value. Yeah. So then you got Kyle Phillips there, which isn't going to be fantasy relevant, but I think he's going to be another. That's only a benefit to Ryan Tannehill to have a decent wide receiver free. So then we move to uh, my guy, Big Chig. Yep. What do we like to say as his last name? Okunwanu. Okunku. But yes, Okunwanu for you, Dowie. Just for you, I'll go with it. He is Okunwanu. Right. He is the tight end one now. Austin Hooper's gone. We see how good he looked. He averaged 14.1 yards per catch and 9.8 yards per target. Now, he looked very good in the red zone as well. I do think D-Hop being there now will cause him a bit of... I think if D-Hop weren't there, you, I would have been a lot, lot more higher on Chig. Yeah. But I still yeah. think he's going to have a good role. He'll get some red zone targets. And I think at tight end 14, is an early round 10. I'm happy to go with him as my tight end one. Tight end one. Yeah. But I will okay. make this clear. If I take him tight end one, I am probably taking someone similar ADP as a tight end two. Because I think they will be very matchup dependent. I think you have to. I think, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and the other point is he wasn't hugely touchdown dependent. as I suppose he was. But over the last six games is where he really shone, I thought, as well. Um, he had an early 12-point game, but a lot of the rest of the time, he wasn't very involved in the team. But once we hit the last, you know, weeks 12 through to weeks 18, um, that's when he really started getting involved. And uh, his snap percentage was about the same, but um, he had a couple of spike weeks for that snap percentage. But his actual um, target share was a hell of a lot higher. Yeah. And they were, te- I, that, you know, that, that just means, it, you know, he's being tested out a bit more and he, he did show brilliance and he was getting, you know, across those last five to six weeks, nine to 10 points on oh. average. So you, you take that as your tight end one, right. if you're going to wait for him, because you've got, you know, your bigger points in your skill positions and your flex by waiting for a tight end. Yeah. And I think with him as well. I think, like you said, he'll have them good, solid average weeks, but I think he's one of them tight ends who can have the spike weeks as well. He's got the ability, definitely. And you have to think to defend now against the Titans. They're thinking Derrick Henry, they're thinking Hopkins, they're thinking Burks. Spears could be on the play as well. So he's going to be open a hell of a lot more as well. Gives a defence a so. lot of options, I think. I, I think his ADP and where he's going with tight ends is probably right. I think he's right, and he, 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 I just like the boom he could have. Like, I think he can be better than tight end 14. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but then well, I think tight the, ends are very tight ends, tight, between tight end eight and probably, I don't know, all the way down to 20. It could be any, well, it's probably not all the way down to 20, but tight ends eight to about 15 could be anyone in any order, yeah. in my opinion. So, um, I, I like him where he is, and. I, but as you say, I definitely want somebody else of equal uh, value. So I quite often, um, if I'm going to leave tight ends late, literally go tight end two rounds on the bounce and take a chig. And then, you know, your like of whether it's Komet, Higby, Dulcich, one of those as well alongside them. I agree, Johnny B. I'm in agreement. Up Pretty much in agreement as always. So for the tight ends. Apart from, you know, only disagreement is you think Tenahale's excellent value and I think he's good. But apart from that, 
pretty on board and we just disagree with uh ed um unfortunately so thanks for your notes ed but we've gone completely contradictory against most of them um we're interested if uh, ed wants to drop some thoughts on on the th twitter um as a reply to the episode once he's heard it um but yeah thanks very much for listening and make sure you tune in for the rest of the daily deep dives because we're moving into the nfc and we're now halfway there thanks very much tada Toodles.